Hello, welcome into this edition of your favorite football podcast. I'm James. Alongside me today is Raceland. And today we're going to be taking a deep dive into the week that was of college football and kind of previewing into the into week nine's action as well. But let's go ahead and start with this past week. Um, Raceland, it started off right off the bat hot and heavy on Wednesday night when Coastal Carolina, number 14th in the country, gets taken down by Appalachian State 30 to 27. And really, that would indicate to what was to come. I mean, there was some upsets this past weekend and also a lot of teams that were on, you know, upset alert for majority of the afternoon. Um, coming out of this past Saturday, what is some things that stood out to you, Rachel? Um, well, like you said, there, there were a lot of upsets this week, or I guess a few. Um, Oklahoma, I don't understand what happened to them in the first half. They were down 10 nothing. Obviously, they stormed back in in the second half, scoring 14 in the third and 21 in the fourth to beat Kansas. I, I mean, they they should have lost that game, in my opinion. They they looked awful. They just looked awful, I, and it, it, especially their defense. They couldn't stop Kansas because, if I'm not mistaken, let me pull it up real quick just so I can be Kansas uh, certain. Points. Yes, can Well, yeah, they gave up 23 points to Kansas, but. I'm looking back at the first half. In the first half, the, the the first drive, Kansas had the ball for 9.15, 9 minutes, 15 seconds. That took them 14 plays for 80 yards. If your defense can't stop that, if your defense can't stop Kansas' offense, I mean, they're showing that they're beatable. And we, we know they are because of how they've played throughout the season. They just barely squeaking by in most of their games. But when you're squeaking by a conference opponent who is 0-4 in the conference and 1-6 overall, I get if you're – well, no, actually I don't. I, I don't get squeaking by an opponent like of, their, of Kansas caliber because Kansas hasn't been good in years. I'm just going to flat out say it. Once the college football committee is the one making the rankings, Oklahoma should be out of the top four. They have not shown they're one of the top four teams in the country. They barely no. squeaked by Tulane. They should have lost to Kansas. And the only reason they beat Kansas was because of that weird rule to where I guess you could strip your own opponent and get a first down, um, which I think yeah, is – Yeah, I don't understand. That's a fumble. If the opposing team does it, it's a fumble, but your teammate can do it and it's not. Look, in the college, you're allowed to recover a fumble and progress it unless it's on fourth down, and that play was on fourth down. So that was a terrible call on the field. And if that is well, and let's not let, let's not forget his forward progress was stopped for a good yeah he was stuffed. So, he was stopped for a good second at least. So I honestly, this one, I don't know. I guess it's a big accusation, but that kind of looked like a, a job. We can't oh, absolutely! Kansas. It was that blatant to me. Oh, it was that, that's that's how I saw it. That's that means, how I saw it. I hope that's not the case because of the integrity of the game. But those referees should get reviewed and, because that that yep. the ball was blown dead. They're not and going to review it, and if you review it, you can see on the replay. So the fact that they got it wrong twice, but that's near near here or there. But the fact that they had to squeak by those two opponents and had to come back from a huge being down huge 18 to Texas, they should, they're not a top four team. They're not. They're, not. they're terrible. They're not. 
they, they are not good. They, they, they are showing that. Now, the one thing I can argue for a team like Ohio State is, yeah, they struggled early on, but they've gotten so much better over the past few weeks. They were squeaking by uh, Tulsa. Well, thing with Ohio State is, and you and I have these conversations off the air, is they haven't beat anybody. Like they haven't. Right, they just, haven't. But but they're not. But here recently, they're not squeaking by opponents anymore. No. Not like Oklahoma. And that's that's the argument to, I'm making. Oh no no no! I I totally get your argument, and and you, that's a valid point. Is Ohio State is pulling away from these opponents and putting them away early, where Oklahoma is just kind of scraping by and turning it on when they need to. Um. Look, that, that that should cost you. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're undefeated. Your, your resume, every game matters. Your resume matters. If you're only beating Kansas and Tulane by one possession, two possessions, really, really the score was, what, 35-23 for Kansas-Oklahoma. That game was not that big a part. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. they went after they, they got that review, you know, the first down after the strip by uh, Williams, they went and scored. That's the only reason. It was 28 to 23 at that point. If Kansas would stop them there, they would have the ball around the 50 yard line. Mm-hmm. So I, I, again, I mean, that, that's, that play cost Kansas. It did. And it did. It really did. But I mean, but I mean, then you look at Penn State who loses to Illinois in nine overtimes, um, 20 to eight overtime. And. Rachel, that game kind of impacts the Buckeyes this coming week because that was a game, if you're an Ohio State fan, you need Penn State to win because now you went from potential game of the week to it. now you're beating a Penn State team that's maybe not that good. That's, they have two yeah, losses. They're, they're, ranked, they're ranked 20th now. Yeah, and but, but the only reason they're ranked 20th, I think, is because of, quite frankly, a lot of teams are getting beat. I mean, you lose to Iowa, which was a top-five matchup mm-hmm. at the time. And then, then you lose to Illinois, who's been terrible in the Big Ten. I mean, so really they're generous to be at that 20th spot. No, I agree. And I, I think, like you kind of pointed out, that that um, that, where, or that loss against Iowa, it was a, a very small margin of a loss. And then earlier in the season, you got to remember, they beat Auburn, who was ranked – and who Auburn looked pretty good at the time. So it, I can see why they're still at 20. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised that they're still at 20 because, it, you know, I'm going to get on my soapbox here for a second because of bias in the AP, in the AP polls. If that were, and like you said, had, had so many teams not lost this week, ranked teams, they probably would have fallen out. Being a two loss and going nine overtimes and not being able to cut it against Illinois. Right. And, and I know you're going with, with the bias, but the thing is, it's hard for me to also buy into that a little bit because of the fact Cincinnati's still two. Um, if I'm in, Cincinnati's not the number two team in the country. I don't care what anybody says. You lose, you beat, no, they're not. Seven. So look, everyone that's saying they should get a shot because of one game against Notre Dame, look, they beat Notre Dame, and they should be looked at seriously for the top four. But if that's the team they're going to trot out in the playoffs as the team we saw against Navy, they're going to get trounced in the first quarter. There's, it's just yes. no way around it. I'm yes. sorry. Uh, maybe it's just one bad game. We'll have to wait and see and make it a reevaluation after this weekend. But the fact that Navy is the probably one of the better teams they're going to face all year, and you only beat them by seven – and what I mean by better teams all year is the remaining of the season, like between their conference and whatnot. I mean, obviously Notre Dame's your key win. Right, right, right. 
Um, but again, we all circled the Indiana game. Indiana's terrible. So the only mm-hmm. win they have is Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, I mean, who knows what they're going to finish at. They're right? iffy. They're iffy. They're, I mean, they're not the team they're we really thought. They're iffy. Um, no, not at all. So, again, if Cincinnati goes out and wins the, their conference, I say you almost have to give them the shot, right? Um, just because of that's where you're setting them at right now. Yeah, yeah. But, again, but again, I think this could be – I mean, and maybe I know we're looking into this crystal ball, you know, way in the future. But, Rayson, if Cincinnati gets put in the four, let's say they pull Georgia. We, let's say, you know, the, the four sits – I don't think they're getting the two spot. The committee's not going to put them at two. No, they're not going to. So and we'll, we'll know more next week when the committee comes out with their first uh, their first ranking. So let's say they – honestly, I don't get with, with their conference schedule they can't be at two. That's just my opinion. You can't you, – no, they're I agree. so weak. Um, yes. But let's say they get that four and they're going against Georgia. Mm-hmm. That game is going to be a blowout. They're going to – Three going against yeah. Bama. I mean, right, I mean, right now they'd be facing Bama anyway. And if, if you look at Oklahoma, or sorry, not Oklahoma, but um, Cincinnati right now, you you you've said those two teams. What what happens if they do end up staying number two, and for some reason Ohio State ends up number three? Do do you really think they could beat Ohio State then? Do you think they could beat Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yes. Do you think they could? Because, I mean, yeah, because Oklahoma is a weak team. I mean, you are who – look, what is the thing we always said? You are what your record says, and you are what the film says. And if you watch the games against with Oklahoma, look at that Texas game. They had to bounce back from 18. They lose to Kansas. Yeah. By, I mean, they, they didn't lose. They, they beat Kansas, but, you know, they in the Kansas, rest of the yeah. game – they had a should have lost. Won. They had a they had a squeak by Tulane. There hasn't been a game where Oklahoma just pops out and they're that they're this powerhouse like they have been prior years. Um, and quite frankly, their that quarterback position is not there. All this hype between Williams and how great he is. Well, unfortunately for Oklahoma's fan base, he's pretty great when he wants to be, and that's and you can't have that mindset. It, you know it. You got to be on for all four quarters because when you go against those teams, it's hard to turn on the switch. It's easy to turn the switch on when you're going against Kansas, who has what one, two wins each season for the last five years. But when yeah. can you do it? And, and everyone's gonna be like, "Well, Texas, Texas, Texas." Well, what has been Texas been average at best? What about yep. a playoff team? You think he's gonna be able to come back 18 by Georgia? Absolutely not. Bama, no. Um, Ohio State, no. I'm sorry. So. That's what if I'm an Oklahoma fan, I'm concerned. But if, if I had to put the two teams on the field, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, you have to give the nod to Cincinnati because as bad as they played this Saturday, that's one game we've seen in multiple games from Oklahoma. Okay, okay, uh, we'll have to wait and see further down the road. Uh, Cincinnati, I'm looking at their conference right now. Uh, they play in the um, American, what is it the AAC? It's the American Conference, um, I mean, and, and that conference. Yeah, the, the AAC. Okay, so, yes, I would agree. They are pitiful. But if you look at the top three teams, there's the top three and then everybody else. Houston's 4-0 in the conference, 6-1 and overall. Cincinnati and SMU 
are both three and in the conference and seven and zero overall. SMU and Cincinnati play each other on November twentieth. So if SMU can stay undefeated, that's a game I'm going to circle and be like, okay, I'm going to watch this one. Yeah, and look, I think Cincinnati's going to win. Um, they should, barring any unforeseen mishaps, but, injuries. But you're talking about that conference in general. The, the thing is, is it's hard to – You talk about the conference in general. It's awful. Well, but that's every conference this year. Every conference is terrible this year. No, I agree they are. But – I mean, they just keep beating each other up, and it's it's good to see for the fact of we don't know who outside of Georgia right now – there's no real clear number one. Georgia's the best team in the country. Well, sure. And that's why I said <laughs> outside of Georgia. Outside of Georgia, there's no clear anywhere else. Now, I didn't mean to say number one. There, there's no clear anywhere else. Because you, you could argue Bama, too. But then I would argue against you of the fact that they lost to a Texas A&M team. Yeah, sure, by a field goal. But they lost to a Texas A&M team who's – not at all that good. They're they're okay, and they lost not to the starter, not to the backup, but to the third string quarterback. Yeah. So that that that's why I, I know I, I don't think I was on uh, the episode after they released that that week's rankings after Alabama lost. Um, but that was my qualm is I get they only lost by a last second field goal, but they lost to a, a third string quarterback. Alabama, this high and mighty team. If 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 Bryce Young and, and his offense is supposed to be high powered, they should have handled their business, but they couldn't because their defense couldn't keep Texas A and M one. They couldn't keep, they couldn't get off the field fast enough, and they couldn't stop them from scoring. Yeah, I don't think. Well, the thing is, Alabama is like you said, they're not that same Alabama team that we're used to, but they're, they're all the best four in the country, and. And uh, yes, I would agree. There. That's that's what I'm interested in seeing when the actual playoff committee meets together and see where they put these teams. Because, I mean, if you look at the rankings right now, Michigan, if they win this Saturday, this Saturday against Michigan State, they should be catapulted in the top four. And it's not even close. They should be catapulted from where they're at in the AP poll in six and entered into the first four when it comes to the first playoff rankings. Um, yes. And, and if this, but the same thing goes for Michigan State. If Michigan State wins, they should be catapulted. Because look, I I know you're you're an Ohio State fan, but there's no reason why a six and one Ohio State team should be in front of two undefeated Big Ten teams. There's just no reason for it. Well, I, so I, I would agree with you, but have you looked at who they've played? Well, like, it, like, like you've said. Like you've said, they, Ohio State hasn't played anybody good. Michigan, Michigan State haven't either. Hey, look, looking at Michigan State, or sorry, uh, Michigan schedule, they've played Western Michigan, Washington, Northern Illinois, um, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Nebraska, but, North uh, Northwestern. But, Those but, aren't good but teams. The thing though is, but on the flip side, Ohio State hasn't beat anybody. Neither, but, that's what I'm saying. Neither has Michigan. But it doesn't matter. They're undefeated. Okay, no, I I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Uh, in looking at their scores, they barely beat Nebraska. They barely beat Rutgers, and neither of those two teams are good. 
I mean, Rutgers is Absolutely. decent, I guess, for their – Rutgers is decent for their normality, but – and Nebraska's just not good. No, I agree with you on that point. But, see, you know me. I think every game matters. And the fact that no, Ohio State, even though they, they had the audacity, not audacity, but they had the, 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 the whereabouts to schedule a big time opponent like Oregon, but, but they lost the game and it wasn't really in doubt. It really wasn't ever in doubt. And the fact it was a home game, they lost, that should come into play. And, and granted, I get what you're saying. Michigan hasn't played a body, so has Michigan State, but that changes this week. So, no, I know it does. I know it does. And, and well, that's, why I'm, not, that's why I'm not arguing with you on that point. That's why I'm not arguing with you about that point. Now, I'm going to say this now, so I'm glad you're recording it. You may want to pull this clip because I will never say it again. Well, at least until or if, if this scenario ever ha- happens to pop it up again. Um, I want Michigan to win this week. Well, remember if you remember- I want Michigan to, as, as an Ohio State fan – it hurts me to say it, but I want Michigan to win because come come that final game, come the big rivalry game, Michigan and Ohio State, I want Michigan to be undefeated. So then when Ohio State, I'm pretty sure they're in the big house this year up in Michigan. When we when, when Ohio State goes in, they are at home. Michigan is at home against Ohio State. When yeah. Ohio State marches up north into the big house and just stomps a mud hole and walks it dry, I want Michigan to be undefeated because Michigan is the teams are starting to figure Michigan out. I don't know if you watched any of the, the, uh, the game this past weekend, the Michigan Northwestern Michigan only led by three and a half. Michigan only led by three and a half. It was 10 to seven. Yeah, but it was 33, seven in the final. I mean, that, I, sure. Sure. I mean, they scored 17 in the, in the third and four in the sixth, but that's, that, that's kind of my point there is Michigan Teams are starting to figure out what their MO is. And it's hard to it's, say that though, Ray. So when, because I see what you're saying. They're only were winning by what was seven three a half. But again, Northwestern could. I mean, they could have done something that Michigan wasn't expecting, and they were able to and it just do a wrench in what they were trying to do. But when you come out, they, and they, score, they work. It's just and you it, score twenty six in the second half. It's hard to say. Well, they got Michigan figured out. You got blown out twenty six. You know. Well, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying Northwestern got him, hasn't figured out. I'm saying teams seem to be starting now. I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it because of their quarterback. Their quarterback now it, it's obviously not um, not unheard of to have a sit back in the pocket type of quarterback, but they've got a guy behind him in the, by the name of J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy can move. He can throw. Yeah. I don't know why he's not starting. Well, they would be so much more deadly if, if he was starting because he can he can run the read option. He can run an RPO. But Jim Harbaugh, he's, he's gotten his running game down finally after four years of Ben Mason, the fullback, running with a fullback. He finally has a legit running game down. But eventually the, the fact that he's not having a, a mobile quarterback – it's going to come back to hurt him. I'm not saying it's this week against Michigan State. It could happen against Ohio State because Ohio State has some pretty legit defensive ends. Well, the day and age of being able to have a statue in the backfield is done. Um, when it comes and to that's what McNamara is, unless you have the talent like Alabama had last year. I mean, Matt well, Jones 
not a mobile guy, but when you don't need to be when you have Harris and Devontae, you don't need to have. Well, and you've got a legit, all of your offensive linemen are going first, second round in the NFL. Michigan doesn't have that. They've got a strong but, offensive line this year, but, but they're not what Alabama had. But, you know, to go beyond that, look at the most successful college football player quarterbacks in the last 10 years. I mean, the, the Sean Watsons, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields, the, you know, the, the, you know, Braxton Miller's, Bakers, playing, Murray's. Murray's, they all can move. And why? Because they're all the college game. And honestly, and this is why Iowa, I mean, as good as Iowa was for a while and, but they're never going to be able to compete for a national championship because why? They're too stuck in the, I'm going to run it, I formation, go down your, you can't do that in this day and age because those teams are going to spread you out and they're going to be able to score in high volumes where Iowa can't. And am I wrong by saying that? I mean, when was the last time a team just lined up in a power eye and ran the, and, and won national championships? Probably since the mid 2000s. Because even when Texas won, oh, it's they, been a minute. So like, it, it that, that is, this isn't like the NFL where you can have a guy like Derrick Henry lead you to a Super Bowl. It's, it, it's a lot different in college football. And I mean, if you don't believe me, look at, you know, look at this, look at the last 20 national champions. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, uh, so I'm, I'm looking at McNamara's stats. He's only been sacked twice, but he's not throwing very much. Um, let me go back into it. He right now is 43 of 71, which is 60%, almost 61%. He's only got 425 yards passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's last year. That, okay, that's last year. I read last year's. So this year, right now, he's 92 of 146, 30, or 63%, um, 1,100 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. I mean, they're 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 not bad. He's not bad stats, but he's not. He I don't I I think McCarthy would be a better option for the quarterback. That's just all I'm going to say. Um, it just seems like Jim Harbaugh is. I don't want to say he's getting in the way of his own program again, but eventually it may catch up to him. Well, now I could be wrong. They could come in and just wipe the floor with everybody, even Ohio State, on their way to a national championship. Well, let's just be honest. They're not winning. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm just saying they're going to make it. They could make it. No, they wouldn't. First round exit. You think even if they had the opportunity to play like Cincinnati or Oklahoma? I think they could beat both, either one of those teams. Honestly, I'm if they had to, if they had to play Bama or Georgia, then no, I, I would pick Bama or Georgia, but. Honestly, Raceland, I'm not even sure the Big Big, big 12 is going to be a shoe-in for the playoffs. I, well, no, I won't. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what we oh, and what we alluded to earlier. It just depends on who who the uh, um, the, the playoff committee decides to put in. I mean, if it's me, it's Georgia at one. Right, okay, let me ask you this. Who, listen, who are your top four right now? Georgia at one. Okay. I would put. Let me hold on. Let me pull up my handy dandy. Hold on. Let me hold on. Okay. You want me so to read your mind? I would go Georgia one. Okay. 
I would have Cincinnati three. Okay, you skip number two. I would probably put Michigan at two. No, no, no. I would not. No, I wouldn't. I'm just gonna be honest. It's gonna be Georgia one, Bama two, Cincinnati three, Michigan four. And the only reason I say Michigan four is they're undefeated. I get that, but I'm going to use the same argument that, that you use against Ohio State. Yes, Ohio State has one loss, but it's the argument that you use that they haven't played anybody. Michigan hasn't played anybody. Hey. I get you, but – So let me, let me ask this. What about Michigan is tells you they're better than Michigan State? They're both 7-0. They're both undefeated. I think what Michigan State is because I – I kind of get the vibe they can be fluky. Um, okay. It's just they nothing feels like a Michigan State's a, a team that can compete for the national championship or even the top four. At least Michigan has the offensive and defensive lines and and to compete. Um, but honestly, Michigan State's got a guy that's up there in potential. He's a Heisman candidate and Kenneth Walker the third. You're, you're telling me that he can't produce well enough to beat Michigan? Peyton Thorne, I, in my opinion, the Michigan State quarterback, he's the second-best quarterback in the Big Ten. He's he's 112 for, of 183, 61%, 1,700 yards, 15 touchdowns, only four interceptions. He's averaging nine yards a pass, but 162 quarterback rate. The, the again, they're undefeated. And good, look, Ohio State has more talent than Michigan. Don't let's not get it wrong here. But no, the problem is Ohio State has gotten too many benefits of doubts when they have a lose a loss on their record and other teams don't. They just have, and it's they got to show something. They have one loss on their thing. They haven't played a ranked team since then. They've only played one. Michigan ranked hasn't team. played a ranked team at all. And Michigan, Michigan State, State, Michigan State played. Played, they played at Miami. They were ranked 24th. That's it. And we all know how Miami is now. I don't want to say it, but I'm sorry. Okay, well, okay. You want to go play that game? Oregon, look what Oregon is. They're not as good. They lost to Stanford. Oregon, Oregon is shit. I'm not saying – I'm not defending that Ohio State against Oregon. They're, they're still ranked top 10, but they still look like shit. Well, and, but I think the true issue we have here is the we finally have drama at the four. Because you can make that's what I, that's what I was alluding to earlier with why and, these te- how they, these teams losing is good football. But so really, when it comes to the, the playoff committee right now, I'm interested to see how the four spot plays out week to week and what they view Cincinnati as. And I'm and because what we saw Saturday, that's not a top four team. I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm not going to be surprised one bit either way, really, if they rank Cincinnati high or not. But I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure you probably won't be either. If they go Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan. If Michigan wins this week against Michigan State, then Cincinnati. Cincinnati no. at six. Cincinnati. I would not be surprised. Cincinnati will be in the four. I think they will be too. But I'm saying I won't be surprised if they decide not to. Again, like we've said, based solely on the fact of who they have played, which has been nobody. They beat Notre Dame. Okay, Notre Dame. They're just Notre Dame. Well, they're they're a, they're a top twelve team. Okay, and I mean you, you do have a point. 
I mean, and if you look at that, I mean, that's a better win than anything Oklahoma has, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa. Well, Iowa has Penn State, but Penn State, we know what they are. Um, and then they're Ole ranked Miss. twenty. They only have two losses. So and one the, was to Iowa, who's a who was a top ten team. The only two teams that you can say have better wins is Georgia, Alabama. And I don't I mean, even look, know. If they, I don't even know if they have a top ten win right now. Alabama does. Oh, yeah. I know beat. because they beat okay Florida. Georgia has the best win so far, beating a number eight team. And Arkansas yes. they demolished. It wasn't even close. Well, no. And Alabama's best win was Ole Miss, who was 12th at the time. So, I mean, look, Cincinnati, you might, you can argue, probably has the best win when it comes to the season so far. Um, now, obviously, Iowa, number two, going down. That's the biggest win. But I'm talking about teams that are in playoff contention right now. Oh, sure. Um, sure. They have probably the biggest win. Um, but, again, like you said, like I, I know everyone's probably annoyed by hearing this, but this – Conference schedule has to matter at some point because. Well, and and it it seems like at times it does, and then at times it doesn't. It seems like the I'm and I'm not I'm okay. I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. It seems like some of these these playoff guys can be the, these committee uh, members can be finicky on whether the conference matters, whether conference play matters, whether or not they want a, 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 their their conference championship. It, it, it just seems finicky sometimes. At, at one point, it seems like it matters. At, at the next next year, it doesn't. Well, Grayson, that's because I the think, whole I think that they, I think they just need to come out and be completely honest with what actually matters. They don't Show even me, know what actually matters. They don't. That's even what know. I'm saying. That's they why I because I hear the same thing from the chairman. Well, it's all about the strength of schedule. It's about what we see on the field. We have intense conversations. Blah, 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 blah. Charlie Brown's parents talking in my ear. Look, it does not matter because they don't even know what's – because look how inconsistent the rankings are. You can be in the top four one week and play and win and then get dropped to seven. We've seen it countless times with those rankings. Those rankings mean nothing anymore. And that was my issue last year and the year before. If you're going to have a rankings, if you're going to have week-to-week rankings made by this committee – you better have consistency. If you are number one and you win by two touchdowns, no matter who the opponent is, you better stay at number one. Now, if you lose, if you're Oklahoma at three and struggle with Kansas, then you have pause to drop. But there's no, just no fluidity in their rankings whatsoever when it comes to that committee. And that's the main gripe. That's why I can't wait for this 12 team playoff because it takes a lot of the power out of the committee's hands and none of this matters. No, I agree. I, I still think it when it even if it goes to twelve, there's still going to be gripe about. It's not going to be as bad as well, who's a top four, but it's still going to be well. Okay, who who's at number thirteen and who's at number fourteen? Who's at number twelve and eleven that really shouldn't belong? But you know they're, they're going to go ahead because let me, let me look at the, the current rankings. Um. Because I, I okay, so looking at the top twelve right now, um, going from, from excuse me from nine to twelve, you have Iowa, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, and Kentucky. Outside of that, you've got Wake Forest at thirteen, who they are undefeated. Texas A&M, they've got their fourteen. They have two losses, but they have a big win against Alabama. Oklahoma State, 
Okay, yeah, they just fell out. But that's that's only their first loss. And then you got Baylor, who's also six and one. And you got Pittsburgh, who's six and one, who is they're really starting to trend up. You're going to have the same argument with 12 teams. It, again, it's not going to be as massive as well. Who belongs in the top four? Well, that's why I, I, I don't. I feel like 12 it would be too many. I want eight because if you if you're if you have 12, then you look at the fact of okay, well, we just got to skate by, win our games, and get in. You know, if if you're in the top four or five, if you're ideally if you're in the top six. You're going to be, well, even if we lose, we're still going to be in. I mean, I get that, but the reason I say 12 is, I, you know this, I've said this a while. We don't need the committee. I'm just going to be flat you out. Don't. I want to go we back to the old, the old the days of BCS, put them in a computer and fucking go. We have the part of my language. I don't give a crap because I say the same thing every Tuesday when the rankings come out. All this is ridiculous. I mean, because honestly, Rachel, if I'm in that committee, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm in the committee, and the minute someone brings up Oklahoma at four or Notre or uh, Notre Dame, I'm like, absolutely not. And they'd be like, well, why not? I'll just stick a VHS tape into the projector screen and then cue the bean footage from the last two years when those teams get annihilated in the playoffs. I'd be like, and that's why. I agree. I agree. And <clears> – <throat> That's why I think. That's why I think Cincinnati. I'm sorry. I love the fact that they're undefeated and they're getting all this love and attention. That's why I don't think they should belong in the top four. No, but because because if you you are old beat footage, I want Cincinnati in the four though because you know why. For far too long, we've been hearing the whoa. That why they not giving the non-power five guy a try? Okay, give him a try. Let's see what happens. You gave them a try, and they're going to get blown out 33 to nothing at halftime. But here's the deal, Race. And I'm with you there. I'm with you. I think that would be the case. But here's two things will happen. One, we might be surprisingly surprised and say, man, Cincinnati's legit, and we have a Cinderella story, which will bring ratings. Or two, they get absolutely destroyed, and then the committee could be like, and that's why we didn't want to do it. You saw the issue. You won't have any uproar. If they're undefeated, put them in and, and let it play itself out. Because okay, if you're, so, if you're the CFP, you're the CFP, whatever it is, you don't want that uproar again because you had it for UCF and then you had it for Cincinnati. Okay, it's hard to avoid it for a third time. I will agree. Um, with just just based on what you said of, well, th- this is why they're in. I mean, because I mean they're undefeated. They did really well last year. They've got a Heisman candidate quarterback, a guy who very well could end up maybe in the first round of the NFL draft this next year. If they get blown out, they get blown out. But I think from who we've seen so far, obviously it's just been between Cincinnati and UCF. Cincinnati was a better team than what UCF was a couple years back. I think they would have the best shot currently over last year's team and the UCF team. And, to see them go in, I, like you, I agree with you. I I think if they were to have a chance to play Oklahoma, they beat them. It might not be by the biggest margin, but I think they would beat them. Right, but again, I don't think Oklahoma's a, a playoff team. But again, 
that's still not shabby considering that's a big, you know, a big 12 powerhouse who probably won the the conference yet again. But it, well, I don't know. I don't know. Be, yeah, who, who's going to win that conference outside of them? Like honestly, Oklahoma I don't know. State's up the battle, and I don't think Oklahoma State can beat them twice. It would be difficult because they play at Oklahoma State. Their their final game. Oklahoma does. The the reason that. That I see as an issue, and I, and I agree with you. I don't think Oklahoma State can beat them twice. They can beat them once in that last game, but then Oklahoma's going to come back and game plan and go, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. Correct this time. Yeah, but the thing is, they lose that game. It don't matter. Oklahoma's done. Here, here's what only, they're, the rest of – There's only two teams right now that can lose probably one game and still have a chance to get in. Two. Georgia? Uh, and who else? Three. Three. Georgia? Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. I still think Ohio State's in this. And the reason I say okay. that because Michigan's on because they gotta play Michigan and they gotta play Michigan State. And okay. Penn State's gonna be ranked, obviously. We were to talk about the Penn State game. Doesn't yeah. have much as it would have, but it's still a top twenty five. We still gotta give that credit. So that's Yeah, three, I know. Like, I can finally stop I can finally quit here and you say, Well, Ohio State hasn't played anybody good. Well but remember in our text thread what I say. Or they don't have a good so, win anyway. But I a good win. But also, what I say very next sentence, they have a chance this week. So, you have three ranked teams. If you beat them and then you win your conference, you got to be in the conversation. So then, so Bama, I think they're in. I think Bama, if Bama wins out, they're in. Georgia, if they can lose one, then they're still going to be in. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think. It's going to be very interesting because based on right now, you can only you could argue that if the season would end today, only one spot be up for grabs, mm-hmm. and, and we haven't had that in a while. We haven't because we used to be able to predict the four before the before the very first kickoff of the season, and that's why I'm glad Clemson sucks. <laughs> no, no, but so I, I'm, I'm looking at Oklahoma's schedule. We've seen how they've played the past couple weeks. Um, obviously, barely. I mean, they beat Kansas 35-23, but like we said earlier, that game was closer and the score actually indicates. They mollywhopped TCU, but only after they brought uh, – or no, sorry, that was two weeks ago uh, against Texas. Uh, but TCU – TCU's not a good team. Uh, the week before that, Texas. They beat Texas because Caleb Williams came in and – Won them that game. They beat Kansas State by six. They beat West Virginia by three. They beat Nebraska by seven. They, and then the first game of the season, we talk about this all the time. They beat Tulane by five. Yeah. And the rest Tulane of their schedule. Huh? Tulane's one and six. They're Tulane's terrible. one and six. Well, the rest of their schedule. I mean, you plays can get a state game right now cheaper than you can get a Big Mac. <laughs> You can. To, to, who plays Tulane? Is Tulane Cincinnati? Yeah, which is shocking. The number two team Tulane is coming and, to your house, and you are giving away tickets for Tulane. And, Tulane is is giving away tickets. They're, they're selling tickets for three dollars. Three dollars, and they're but not the, awful seats either. The, the most expensive seat I I saw was forty eight dollars. But again, like, it, it shouldn't be a surprise because it's a bad team, like. 
One thing that surprised me was if you watched the Kansas-Oklahoma game, Kansas opened the stadium up for free after halftime. Yes, they did. They did. I saw that. Like, and people still didn't show up. No, they did. That's how much they don't care. But again, I'm not saying that to bash those colleges. No. But again, it's like, man, you're a Division One football program. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that way. No. And no. now, granted, Kansas basketball school. Yes. Um, but again, it's just like, man, like you have to. Even then, people didn't come. No. But again, I think people knew what was coming. I think, I mean, but um. But it'll be interesting. I mean, this week, I mean, from here on out, college football is going to be really exciting because of the fact of starting Tuesday, everything is college football rankings. Yes. Oriented. Yes. Um, so let me let me run down this this Oklahoma, the rest of the schedule real quick. Um, the thirtieth Saturday they play home against Texas Tech should be a win. Then they have their bye week. November thirteenth at Baylor. November 20th, home for Iowa State. November 27th, at Oklahoma State. Right now, those are three ranked teams. They'll lose the next. They'll lose the last two. They're losing at least at least I'm going to say at least one. They're losing both. I I I very well could see them losing all three because they're playing at Baylor. On October 26th, they'll lose two of the three, and I think it's going to be the last two because it'll be 20th, October 20th. I know. Huh? It is 26. Oh, you said October. I think you said November. Sorry, my bad. No, I said as of today, October 26. So you, you're, you're cutting in and out a little bit. but. Oh, well, you know, we've had some crappy weather. I think that's a, what's part of I mean, The weather up here has been terrible. I feel like we're – I feel like I'm in one of those uh, – If you know the snow globes, you know, that you shake? Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're in a thunderstorm version. You shake I, I feel like I need to start building an arc. I'm telling you, and that somehow I ended up with a mosquito bite in October. That sounds like a you problem. But no, I'd like, that sucks. <laughs> I could see them losing all three of those games because it's at Baylor, because Iowa State is a better team than they're given credit for, because Brees Hall is is the real deal, and because they're playing at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, yeah, they had a bad loss this week, sure, but – Refreshing my memory, though, Raceland. Last time they were undefeated um, was under Matt Rule, and they lost to Oklahoma, if I remember correctly. Oklahoma State? Yes. No, 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 no. no. Baylor. 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 I don't know. I want to say that's the case. It was at Baylor at night, and they lost. That I couldn't tell you. That I couldn't tell you. The thing with Baylor is uh, they're having a great season. But after the allegation year and after they really haven't – Felt the same, like the same program on the field. Well, uh, and I, I would even go back a little bit further than the allegation year. They just haven't felt like the same Baylor since after RG three left. Well, no, I disagree with that because if you remember remember correctly, the Baylor and TCU got screwed that year out of the playoffs when they tied. Um, that was that's right, of, yeah. They got that's screwed. Right. Um, right or wrong. Right or wrong, they got screwed. Yes. Uh, so, but again, it's like, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's one of those things where the way the college football has shaken up this year, man, it's hard to predict these games. I mean, I've been absolutely killing it on predictions, but, um, you know, that's besides the point. 
Saturday, hey, not too much, but Sunday, I've been, Sundays, I've been rocking, dude. You have been rocking Sundays. Saturdays are, you've been up and down. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. There's a new number one. There's That's a new true. number one and, no, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I'm not, it's not new, I was kidding. No, you're only down by one though. I mean, I've been clawing back. Remember, I was back there you for a were, while. You were almost 500 at one point. I ate. You were almost 500. Well, I mean, look at look at all the upsets I've called, and y'all guys are like, man, you call that? Well, yeah. I mean, what game was it? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I I called an upset, and you guys thought I was um, growing a, a third nose. Um, I, I don't remember, but I remember because you got man, you're gonna pick them. Well, remember, I picked the Cardinals week one. No one thought that was a good. I play. haven't stirred from. I haven't stirred from them. I picked the Titans, and I haven't stirred away from the Cardinals since. I'm and not, they're 7-0. and All I'm saying is I'm not picking the games anymore. Why not? I hate picking games. Nope. I've passed the torch. I hate picking games. You know what? Since Pat's not here today, he can do the picks. He can pick the games on Thursday. That's what he's doing. That's if he's even here. Well, if he's not, then I guess I have to do it, but. But no, I tell you, there are good games this week to pick, though. No, they are, and on both pro and college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I mean, it's going to be – yeah, predictions, though, I mean, we're all right there next – I mean, Pat might have fallen on a couple. He ranges. fell a little bit. He fell a little bit. He's had a couple rough weeks and predictions, but, you know, with the amount of games we picked, I could easily be re- rebounded. Oh, sure. Sure. I mean – my Cardinals are playing Thursday night against Green Bay, who are without uh, Devontae Adams as he hit the COVID list. I know it's not NFL time, but I mean, I've got to say it. I'm, I'm still, I'm still calling for the Cardinals to win. I'm, I'm saying eight no, and uh, again, I know it's not predictions; it's college football. But since, uh, since the I don't get to pick the Cardinals this week, uh, I'm picking them now. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick. It doesn't count, but. I mean, if, if, if Devontae Adams was healthy, I might go more Green Bay because of it being at Lambeau and. The, the Cardinals are now, they were at, at the end of the game Sunday against the Texans. They opened as an early three and a half point favorite. After it came out that Devontae Adams was out, or he's, he's still, I guess, questionable. They haven't ruled him out yet, which is dumb. Um, the Cardinals jumped to a six-point favorite. Well, I'm just hoping the Jaguars don't make the predictions this week. That's a tough one to pick for me. Who do they play? Seattle. Just because you said something, I'm, if, if, if I'm picking them, they're being on there. The thing is, though, man, um, it was like music to my ears, but Urban Meyer finally said that he can't play man coverage. Um, I could have told you that after the first game. We couldn't play man coverage. Um, maybe they should hire me to be a consultant. Like James. Uh, coach. James, um, well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I am a coach, but I'm not that good at where I'm pro level. Um, yeah, you are a coach. That's all I'm saying. Well, all I'm saying is I know the Jaguars. I've been watching them since I've been birthed. And uh, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that, you know, when Andrew Wingard's chasing down a tight end and – uh, Shaq Griffin can barely, you know, well, Shaq Griffin's been fine. It ain't been Shaq. Yeah. 
thing, the thing that absolutely bugs the crap out of me about Shaq Griffin is I've seen three picks, three hit his hands and somehow land on the ground. Um, that's why he plays cornerback and not wide receiver. Yeah, but come on, dude. But, you know, I love Shaq. Um, as we all know, my second favorite Jaguar player right now is Jamal Agnew. Um, I thought it was – oh, he must be your first then. Trevor? No. Who, Andrew Wingard? Oh, boy, on the ground all the time. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean – You can't part- tell me he, Andrew Wingard is not your favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> no. He's it's- certainly mine. <laughs> He's my favorite Jaguar. <laughs> Look, Just for the sole fact that I love to hear you bitch and complain. <laughs> well, there he is on the ground again. Oh, he made a tackle. Oh, he's leading the team in tackles? Oh, there he is on the ground again. Well, I, I mean, to be fair, I'm not wrong on any of the assessments. I mean, no. look, I think he's a good number two. If he has to come in because someone's injured, you're fine. But he's not your starter. Um. That's just my opinion, obviously, you know. But, I mean, but it is what it is. But, yeah, I'm going to have to see, wait and see if that game shows up on the predictions list when we hit re- next record. Well, you might want to have Pat do it then. Well, you might want to tell me he has to do the, the, the show on Thursday. Well, I'll make him do it. Well, I don't know, man. He, he might be busy. He might be busy. He, he, might he, be. he has a lot of um, personal he has a lot of personal matters going on in, in a good way, in a good way. I'm, I'm not going to say um, that it's anything bad. It's actually all pretty good for him. So um, that's why he's not here tonight. He's got some things going on. So, uh, yeah, it's not bad like this mosquito bite I somehow got in October. Dude, it's worse. It's right here on my hand. But before we get too off the rails, um, I think that's just. If you want, if you want to get personal, I'll get personal. I, I about myself anyway. You want to complain about that? I got a pimple on my butt cheek. And on that disturbing note, that's <laughs> this episode of your favorite football podcast. We will see you back here Thursday or Friday. I think it usually drops. I'm going to try to get it dropped by Friday. Um, but so we're going to have another episode coming out Friday, and it's going to be the predictions. Can I finally take over the number one spot after only being a game back, or will Racing continue to dominate the predictions? You'll have to wait and see until next time on your favorite football podcast.